handle the truth. I'm Jim Price, the Jim Price Show Daily Update. <clears throat> I don't know what happened to my voice here. It is February 7th. It's Wednesday, 2024. Well, guys, this is a continuation of a calendar that we don't really know where the beginning of the end really is, and maybe the Mayans had it right, or maybe we just have been lied to so much that to really try to find the truth, I just believe that maybe, just maybe, we don't have the will to go all the way back and find out what has really gone on and why it is that we decided we want to put time stamps into things and why it is we think that these certain <sighs> these cycles have to be forgot about. Again, there are so many things about us that we really, really should be doing differently in our minds, but again, we're not. Well, as we go through all this stuff, I want you guys to think about a few things here that are going on in the world around us. We have a situation where we were we are being told that a journalist and I don't you know I, I I look at Tucker as a he I look at him as an old school guy. I look at him, he's been around the journalism world for a, quite a while. He qualified himself or put in his resume, his LinkedIn or whatever. I'm a journalist, and so. For me to say that, you know, I fit in that same category, I think I come in from a different angle. But I've had interviews with people on here that I would say are, you know, that may or may not be the best, you know, uh, the most popular of people or the most popular of opinions. And I've had people pick their nose. I've had people do all kinds of stuff on this show. And I have people that, you know, couldn't handle getting through the interview. I've had some that I just could not get them all the way through the interview, had to let, cut them off early because it was just they just couldn't go any further. Some people you can't shut down. And uh, uh, so the idea that we are um, – we are in a situation where – the Ukrainian government has decided to put Tucker Carlson on the enemies list of Ukraine. Now, I don't know how much more proud I could be of myself or of anybody else being put on the enemies list of Ukraine, but I do sign myself up for the enemies list of Ukraine. I, I'm, I Sign me up. If this is what we're going to do, we're going to go ahead and start picking people who decide that they want to talk about freedom and be freedom and talk to individuals and let them have their voices heard no different than I would I would interview Julian Assange I would I would interview Zelensky I would interview Putin I would interview the president of Venezuela I would interview any of these ding dongs especially the guy who's trying to be president of South Africa who says it is a completely in his political stance to kill 3 to 4 million white South Africans to create a more pure or a more dominant black environment I'll interview them. It's not that I'm going to agree with anything they have to say, but I'll interview. I will listen to them. I'll see what they. I want them to say it in their own name and their own voice, not in my assumption, not in what I think it is. I want them to say, "Hey, 
I want to kill all the white people in South Africa and just say it. I don't want it to be uh, a version of a speech that they gave. I don't want it to be a version of something I am saying. I want them to say it in their best words, what they believe their opinion is. So let's do that. So if I say, am I'm saying that myself, and I say, well, Tucker Carlson is the, doing the same, and I don't know why it is that we need to go around and demonize uh, people who want to bother to just interview to let people have a voice, have them hurt, have people uh, hear them. Oh, good grief. Sorry, guys. I'm trying to log in here to one of my accounts that just decided to be logged out, and now I get to go through Are You a Human verification over and over again because bicycles and buses and bridges are in 12 of the 29... Anyway, you know what I mean. But if I'm going to sit here and say that uh, Tucker Carlson needs to look over his shoulder, then I will tell you at this point we have lost what we know to be an intellectual freedom or a, a free media which tells me that we really never had it because if we are having this much of a heartburn over someone just saying, hey, I'm going to go interview this other guy <clears throat> who happens to be the president of, I don't know, the other country that seems to be doing other things, and I want to listen to what they have to say and say, listen, okay, I want to hear what your version is. Uh, Mr. Putin, are you as bad as everybody makes out to be? Are you a genocide, homicidal maniac that everybody keeps trying to say you are and then of course we'll hear the fact that he's going to say no and that the Kazarian mafia is going to be the one that he has been battling and fighting back against Kerry Heisman good to see you thank you for being here Kerry says I want to hear see the Putin interview well that is supposed to be released out today and uh, I don't know when it's going let's look back here again let's find out the exact time and date um Oh, wow. I am just not typing it out well today at all. Uh, we're interviewing with Putin. Uh, here's why we're doing it. Watch now. And it's supposed to be released out sometime today. But I do want to go ahead and play this video. I'm going to play this for you on Tucker's um, video player here on his site. Hold on. We're in my... Don't give it away. Don't tell everybody where you're at. No, he's in Moscow. We're in Moscow tonight. Okay, stop with your video player. Wow, you got a crappy... Oh, you're using Rumble's video player. Never mind. <sighs> yes, guys, I have a sp certain particular type of video player that I do not like to work with, and the ones I do not like to work with, I will tell you, is like the one that Rumble has put together. I do not like Rumble's play fashion thing because it's not controllable. If you move the cursor back, it automatically starts playing. If you move it forward, it starts playing. It, it doesn't have a lot of control to it. So anyway, here's uh, Tucker Carlson and his words. Here to interview the president of Russia, Vladimir Putin. We'll be doing that soon. There are risks to conducting an interview like this, obviously. So we've thought about it carefully over many months. Here's why we're doing it. First, because it's our job. We're in journalism. Our duty is to inform people. Two years into a war that's reshaping the entire world, most Americans are not informed. They have no real idea what's happening in this region, here in Russia or 600 miles away in Ukraine. But they should know. They're paying for much of it. 
in ways they might not fully yet perceive. The war in Ukraine is a human disaster. It's left hundreds of thousands of people dead, an entire generation of young Ukrainians, and it's depopulated the largest country in Europe. But the long-term effects are even more profound. This war has utterly reshaped the global military and trade alliances, and the sanctions that followed have as well. And in total, they have upended the world economy. The post-World War II economic order, the system that guaranteed prosperity in the West for more than 80 years, is coming apart very fast, and along with it, the dominance of the U.S. dollar. These are not small changes. They are history-altering developments. They will define the lives of our grandchildren. Most of the world understands this perfectly well. They can see it. Ask anyone in Asia or the Middle East what the future looks like. And yet the populations of the English-speaking countries seem mostly unaware. They think that as nothing has really changed. And they think that because no one has told them the truth. Their media outlets are corrupt. They lie to their readers and viewers. And they do that mostly by omission. For example, since the day the war in Ukraine began, American media outlets have spoken to scores of people from Ukraine, and they have done scores of interviews with Ukrainian President Zelensky. We ourselves have put in a request for an interview with Zelensky, and we hope he accepts. But the interviews he's already done in the United States are not traditional interviews. They are fawning pep sessions, specifically designed to amplify Zelensky's demand that the U.S. enter more deeply into a war in Eastern Europe and pay for it. That is not journalism. It is government propaganda, propaganda of the ugliest kind, the kind that kills people. At the same time, our politicians and media outlets have been doing this, promoting a foreign leader like he's a new consumer brand, not a single Western journalist has bothered to interview the president of the other country involved in this conflict, Vladimir Putin. Most Americans have no idea why Putin invaded Ukraine or what his goals are now. They've never heard his voice. That's wrong. Americans have a right to know all they can about a war they're implicated in. And we have the right to tell them about it because we are Americans too. Freedom of speech is our birthright. We were born with the right to say what we believe. That right cannot be taken away no matter who is in the White House. But they're trying anyway. Almost three years ago, the Biden administration illegally spied on our text messages and then leaked the contents to their servants in the news media. They did this in order to stop a Putin interview that we were planning. Last month, we're pretty certain they did exactly the same thing once again. But this time, we came to Moscow anyway. We are not here because we love Vladimir Putin. We are here because we love the United States and we want it to remain prosperous and free. We paid for this trip ourselves. We took no money from any government or group, nor are we charging people to see the interview. It is not behind a paywall. Anyone can watch the entire thing, shot live to tape and unedited, on our website, tuckercarlson.com. Elon Musk, to his great credit, has promised not to suppress or block this interview once we post it on his platform, X, and we're grateful for that. Western governments, by contrast, will certainly do their best to censor this video on other less principled platforms because that's what they do. They are afraid of information they can't control. But you have no reason to be afraid of it. We are not encouraging you to agree with what Putin may say in this interview, but we are urging you to watch it. You should know as much as you can. And then, like a free citizen and not a slave, you can decide for yourself. Thanks.
So that right there is exactly what is almost terrifying in a lot of ways that we have to make it very evident what we're doing and why we're doing it. Just like when I talk on the show, it's like, guys, I'm not anti-government. I'm anti-big government. I'm anti what exactly is going on in this very moment in our time in history. And here's the problem with this. I am telling you the bridge is out. The bridge is out. The bridge is out. Now, this goes back to a story when I remember I was a child. Charlie was telling me about there in uh, the, the road that goes into Douglas, Kansas from the west. There was a bridge there, and there had been a lot of rain, a lot of floodwaters going on, and the bridge had gotten taken out in the middle of the night. And uh, there was a couple families that did lose their lives to the bridge being gone. They uh, did plummet to the bottom of the river. And the problem with it is, is that there were people that were trying to, they were on the other side and they had no way to get around to the other side of the river before they watched these people drive off into the water. Now, the, you know, most of the time the bridge should be there. You know, it's raining, it's you know difficult to see or what have you. And even though you, you blindly believe the, the bridge is there, in our society right now, the way things are looking, this is not a situation where we can any longer say, well, the bridge doesn't seem as good as it used to be and we'll continue using it. The bridge is gone. The idea that I have had, the experiences I've had with my own government already is an absolute destruction of the constitutional republic that we live in today. We live in a constitutional republic which says that one of us is offended, we are all offended. We have been told that somehow, some way, in this whole idea of things that we are to be hateful towards each other because there were these things called slaves. And I want to understand how we can sit around and all with a straight face, um, with a straight face that says, okay, blacks are the only slaves there. People that were originated from African descent were the only people who were enslaved in, in America. Well, that's a fallacy. That's a lie. And in fact, the numbers of Chinese and Irish that were put into slavery, including certain Southern European countries, put whites into slavery. Well, what about the Hispanics? What about the Chinese? What about the Japanese that we did just 60 years ago, 70 years ago? We put them in internment camps right after Pearl Harbor. Have we forgotten how stupid we really can be? But how the problem is, is when you forget about how stupid you are, shows how you are stupid to begin with. I know that sounds a lot of, like a lot of stupid words and stupid sentences, but makes you feel stupid, and maybe I'm calling you stupid, but maybe, just maybe, we got to stop doing the same stupid stuff over and over again, and then blaming only one part of society as owning slaves. By the way, guys, this wasn't a black owning whites, or whites owning blacks, or whites owning whites, or whites owning Chinese. It was not the whites who were doing it at that rate. I'm sorry to hurt your little feelings. But we've been told that we need to fight with each other because of blacks and whites, when in reality it has nothing to do with us. Guys, I grew up so poor I didn't know that there was such a thing as racism or any of that stuff. And by the way, it wasn't invented until Obama. We did not have racism the way that we display it today. We had poverty. We had the haves and haves nots. But we didn't have racism. 
See, we bring isms into things, and we think that that's how you make everything great or better or whatever it is. But in reality, it has nothing to do with those things. Ken says, who sold the African slaves? The first American slave owner was a black man. Yeah, well, actually, the first, uh, first American to sue to maintain ownership of slaves was a black man, but he had Irish slaves and Chinese slaves as well as black slaves. So the problem with it, again, we just cannot have the conversation, honestly, because it hurts. But we've been told to fight about things. We've been told it's the right, and we've been told it's the left, and we've told it's liberalism and ALBGTYQ and BLM. Guys, the only reason BLM, Black Lives Matter, became a thing was because they were trying to cover up the Bureau of Land Management killing your own citizens in America and taking their land. Listen to what I'm saying here. See, I'm railing against the machine that Tucker is talking about, the same machine that told people to tell Tucker to stay out of America, the same people who are saying that they, he should be banished from America or returning to America. That's what I'm railing against. The same people who tell you you're a racist, the same people tell you you're a xenophobe or a genophobe or a, or a gayophobe or whatever a phobe you need to be. See, we use these shiny objects of fear and, 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 and actual lack of knowledge of topic to berate people just like mask wearers. And guys, to this day, I still have my box of N95 masks that no one bothered to give me land for. By the way, everybody was so damn certain we were going to die of that Mexican beer flu. We were all going to die. We needed Lysol and toilet paper and masks. And I said, guys, I've got surplus. You just, you know, just give me that money. But see, it was so important for everybody to have it, but people really weren't putting their money out to do it. People were willing to wear a mask as long as they didn't have to pay for it. People were willing to tell other people to comply as long as they didn't have to pay for it. See, it was very, very convenient that the government spent trillions of dollars, and I did say trillions, not billions. I said T-T-R, trillions of dollars on masks and things that will put microfiber plastics into your lungs, cause you to rebreathe your own farts. And by the way, guys, do you think your butt and your mouth are different? You don't understand biology. The same sensors, the same muscles, the same everything that controls your mouth controls your butt. So yes, when you burp or you breathe, that is the same thing as this other hole. Get it straight. I hate having this conversation. It's not comfortable. But you have to gain knowledge before you can actually have the conversation about what in the world they're talking about. So through a fire hose, I have now become some type of microbiologist, some type of chemist, some type of doctor, some type of holistic whatever guy. On top of all the other stuff that I have to do, by the way, just feeding myself, getting some rest, not going freaking insane... For all the things that are going on in the world around us, I have done my best to keep my mind straight, even though I have continued to hear all of these lunacies going on around me, going, hey, this is that, and that is that. I'm like, no, listen, that's not what it was. That's not what happened here. Now, I'm railing and going on these diatribes only because this is what the mainstream media has done to us. It takes the Jim Price show... 
21 minutes to get to this point to unravel what the mainstream media is doing to Tucker Carlson and what they have done to all of us who consider ourselves truthers. Guys, my level of need to maintain a certain level of accuracy, it's exhausting. And I know there's a lot of people out there that they're just shooting from the hip. They're just, they're just, they don't care where it lands. They're just do they're just shooting their shot. And my problem with this is, is that I continue to have this problem over and over and over again where I have to over-explain what was really happening. Now, going back to Tucker Carlson, our country has had people walk out and say, listen, we don't want Tucker Carlson coming back to our country because he's a traitor. He's a traitor to our country. He's somebody that we need to look at differently because he talked to somebody that we have all been told in the mainstream media, Putin is the bad guy. If I believe that, then I will tell you that Chuck Schumer, who thinks Putin is a bad guy, and Mitch McConnell, who thinks Putin's a bad guy, and all these other legacy-type warmongers who've been out there beating the drums of war and throwing our men at this meat machine, this meat grinder called war. Do you know statistically that this is actual, this is a fact. Pound for pound, we dropped more bombs in Afghanistan than we did with World War I and World War II with the two bombs, the two atom bombs combined. In Afghanistan alone, you don't think it ain't about destroying factual history, stargates, and, and control, and then a big money laundering machine? Guys, this is how bad it really is. We don't have to believe that Putin is a bad guy. Now, how he does what he does, there's probably some methods I don't agree with. I don't follow Putin on a, an exclusive basis on anything of his comings and goings and the things that he has done. But I will tell you this right now. In the annals of history, when they start writing history, I don't think that we're going to be on the right side of this. I think that Putin and India and China and parts of Africa and other countries around the world that are joining BRICS the gold-backed currency, I don't think we're going to be on the right side of this. Unless there's somehow, some way, here at the very end of all this, there's going to be this little magic rabbit moment where someone's like, hey, Rocky, watch me pull a rabbit right out of my ass. Because the problem is, I don't know if that you guys remember Rocky and Bullwinkle, but he always wanted to do magic tricks, the, the moose. Anyway. My problem with this, my, this whole scenario is, is that I don't think Putin is as bad as we've been told he is. And I don't think Joe is as good as we've been told he is. Do you see the difference, guys? How about Aunt Hillary or Uncle Joe? How about the Arkansas being Arkansas? Remember Arkansas? You remember that little term we put out there? How about Uranium One? How about the Nord Stream Pipeline? How about Benghazi? How about the drug running in Arkansas? You remember the movie Made in America with Tom Hanks? Or not Tom Hanks, Tom Cruise? How about the fact that we have had these things put displayed right in front of us? We know we blew up the Nord Stream pipeline and then blamed it on Russia. Again, 
Is Russia on the wrong side of history or is America? See, this is the problem where we have to have this tough conversation out loud. Hey, Lindsay, Rebecca Wells, good to see you. Thank you so much for being here. Edward, man, thank you so much for being here. I appreciate you uh, being a part of the show. A trader like Bobber, Bobla, it's Bobla, right? Baba Waltaz uh, for interviewing Saddam while back, uh, way back when. Well, yeah, I mean, I mean that's but being Baba Waltaz, she's a different person. Uh, she was part of the machine, guys. You talk about a woman that was bought and sold out. I, there's a lot of these people now. I look at them and I used to watch them. But I never liked Barbara. There was a couple of these ones out there that people were like, oh, you know, they're so great. And I'm like, well, are they really? Are they really? Are they really, really? I don't think so. So the problem with this, we got an interview coming out with Tucker Carlson. And then when Tucker Carlson comes out with this interview, you're going to have to stumble around on the fact that, that Putin is going to speak in Russian. And when he speaks in Russian, you're going to have to wait for the translator. And a lot of people are going to get very, very drawn out in that, and they're not going to want to listen to all of it. I will tell you, it's very important that we do listen to all of it, and we do, we do make sure that we pay attention to what they're doing. Because we want to hear it for ourselves. By the way, he is going into it unedited, and... Uh, it's going to be just played that way. Rebecca Wells says Dan Rather was another one of them. Babs is in charge of the view. Oh, yeah, Ken Reasing says, yeah. And, and you know, by that way, that view thing, they, that's, I think that's all baiting as well. I think it's all part of it. I think they're, they're told to go out there and push these agendas as hard as they can. I don't think they believe half of it, only because you don't see them living that life. You really don't. Rather, uh, uh, committed uh, career suicide by going after the Bush crime family. Well, yeah. See, this is, again, a problem where we know that certain people get Arkansas if they go after, you know, Hillary Clinton or Bill Clinton. Uh, we know that, you know, Seth Rich, who had, had gotten the information out of the DNC server and had all the email communications with Aunt Hillary and others, but again, we gotta have a better conversation. We quit. We gotta quit skirting around so much of this stuff and realize that this is a bigger problem. If I can have these open conversations, then why can't we have conversations with law enforcement who actually we've paid to do this job, and yet they're not? They're still going after January Sixers. They're still going after people for doing things that really never happened. And I told people that I was a part of the convoy stuff that was going down to. Yuma and all that, you know, Eagle Pass, Texas, or Eagle Pass, Texas, all that whole stuff. And the first thing I told him is, guys, listen, do not get yourself next to that border. Don't go near it. And the problem is, is that with January 6th has taught us anything, all we need is somebody throwing a rock, some bullet coming out of the end of a gun, and all of a sudden now it's become the tragedy, right? We've got ourselves another Sandy Hook. we got a whatever. And we know that these paid actors will continue to do what they have to do. So, anyway, and you know that number that just came through? I have literally blocked that thing five and six times a day. I go to that number. I block it on my phone over and over and over and over again. And I uh, can't get it to stop. I've actually tried to talk to a human being on the other line of it. I have blocked that number, and it comes through, and it is irritating. And I tell you what, if this place is trying to get me a loan, by the way, it's just a loan. 
if this company ever, if they were the last company on earth to save my life because they were going to give me a loan, I will never take their money. I don't know who this company is, but their aggressiveness on this whole thing is absolutely breathtaking, and it is, I'm over it. So anyway, um, anyway, so just think about those things as, we're, as we go through these days right now, guys, this whole thing with Tucker having to over-explain to you. By the way, he said in his interview there, he said that he was shied away from going to do this interview like two and a half years ago. Because the Biden administration, this is what got Tucker Carlson on this. And by the way, I don't know if you guys know this or not, but Tucker Carlson was, he towed the line. I, I do believe he had a job and he was just reading from the cue cards and lead, and then he, you know, he kind of, he liked Trump, but he didn't want to like Trump and, and he kind of was on that fence line. But when we found the FBI and the CIA and the NSA in his text messages, in his email box, when he found out that they were actually reporting this back and then they were then turning that over to the other legacy media, which the CIA and the FBI and the NSA all run. And if you don't believe that, I'm sorry that you're just not catching up with us because that is old news. But listen to me here. The CIA and the NSA and the FBI have been doing this for a long time. We know that in the Twitter headquarters, they had their own office space. They had their own desks. They had their own room with a door, and they had their own teams there. Yes, our government that we pay had themselves planted in an international corporation called Twitter, as well as Facebook, Instagram, Etsy, and others. Yes, that is actually factually true. That, that right there shows you that they're the ones running the media. We also know that the FBI, CIA, and NSA have offices in all of the major movie production studios in California and Atlanta. Yes, your government is running studios, movie and television studios. Why do you think you see Joe Biden showing up in studios with cracks in the wall and you can see the lights hanging down and the gaff gear everywhere? You have a problem because your government is actually going out of its way to then collect the information out of somebody's phone, then giving it to the legacy media that they're running, and then they're, then those people are now running that story going, Tucker Carlson is a bad American. Oh, no, Ken, he cannot come to America again. He, he saw Vladimir Putin, and our government did not give him explicit permission to go talk to a, another human being on earth. And, oh, boy, oh, boy, he's a bad guy. The problem is, is this is what they did to him two and a half years ago. This is what Fox did to him a year ago. And here we are today. We're watching it happen in real time where we have State Department government officials in official capacities talking about keeping an American from coming home because he talked to a foreigner. And if you want to get down to the brass tacks of it, I don't care what Putin's title is. He's still just a man. But yet here we are, we want to put labels on things. We want to go back to where Jim Price was talking about in the beginning of this episode where we talked about how we were told to hate each other for reasons that the government told us to, that we should hate white people because black people were made slaves. By the way, guys, I'm going to ask you, have you ever kept a dog? Have you ever kept a horse? 
Have you ever taken care of chickens? Have you ever tried keeping bees? Have you tried keeping bugs from leaving a box that you built for them to stay in? When we talk about slavery, when we talk about things of that nature, you don't put slaves in, in charge of your finest facilities. You don't put them in charge of your finest craft that you want to be made into a building. You don't make them the people who prepare, prepare your food. Slave labor is really usually just for moving material and making these people do things they don't want to do, and they usually do it begrudgingly, meaning they don't want to do it. So someone's going to have to use small words, some bright crayons, and talk to me really, really nicely to help me understand why it is that we have horses and dogs and bees and chickens and cats that we can't control, but we think that these slaves just stuck around because we said we owned them. See, the problem with a lot of this is, is that we know that these people were abused in a lot of ways, but because they weren't put in positions of authority. They weren't put in positions to be able to leave. And by the way, guys, only 1% to 2% of any American ever owned a slave. So please put that back in the holster. Quit using it as the gun and ammunition that you think it is. We know that that's factual. And only 2 to 3% of anybody who was taken from Africa ever made it to America. The rest all went to Europe and South America. Yes, that's factually true. But we can't have that conversation because right now we're having to worry about we're having to worry about Tucker Carlson talking to a foreign person. Tucker Carlson's a man. Putin is a man. Just like Zelensky's a man. You guys want to get me a Zoom call and I'll, I'll have him on my show? I'll have Putin call in right now. We'll do it. And I don't have to hesitate or ask my country to do that. Because it shouldn't be a thing where we make it a problem for us to be able to just get a story out or be able to talk to each other if we want to. Now think about that. Ken, Lindsay, Rebecca, Tanya, Edward, any of you guys out there? You got, we've got a bunch of us out there today. What do we do? What do we do? If we want to go and talk to somebody, do we have to go out there and ask permission of our government? You know, there's communists that are enlisted in groups and pay dues to communist parties in America currently. There are communist groups. There are anti-American groups. There's Chinese nationalist groups. There are Arabic nationalist groups that say that they are anti-American. They pay dues and go to meetings to groups in our country. Why are we not talking to these people? Why aren't we asking them to leave? Why aren't we asking them to go somewhere else? Well, no, Jim, they have freedom of speech and they can do what they want and they can say the things they want because this is America. Well, how about that whole take a knee, NFL? National Basketball Association. What about that, baseball? What about the whole take the knee thing for the national anthem? You're benefiting from the, the cause and effect of what we have created here, but you're going to then protest what it is that got you famous and money? Really? See, my problem here is, is that we can't have these honest conversations because, again, we've been told that these are the bad ones. 
And by the way, I will say this again, and I will say this a thousand times. I'll say this to the end of my life. The church is the first place where speech suppression starts. The limiting of speech, the limiting of thought starts in the church, and it is then fortified by the schools and by the FCC because you can't say certain words on the radio, but yet, what? Freedom of speech is not freedom of speech, so there's certain parts of speech I can't use. Well, just use the other words instead of those words, Jimmy. You're just being stubborn. How about it's my mouth, it's my brain, I can say what I want. And you should all be more upset than I am. Because, guys, there are times that I do have to worry about what I'm saying because I can't just say it. I have to worry about that? Why? Why do I have to worry about that? Why do I have to sit there and go, well, I wonder if I say this, if it's going to come back and bite me in the butt later? See, this is where the freedom of speech is a necessity, and when they take the freedom of speech, the, the Second Amendment, your guns become necessity. It is your duty. It is your duty to stand up for freedom. I wrote this in that, I wrote this, remember I guys, I wrote this October of 2020, I wrote the poem about Say Her Name. What did you do when, the, when, the, when freedom called your name? Did you stand up for freedom? Did you stand up for those who could not stand up for themselves? Guys, your speech is already taken away. By the way, can you type into your iPhone F-U-C-K without it auto-correcting it to duck or ducking? Can you put certain words into certain things without it being a problem? No. Why is it that Donald Trump's name doesn't capitalize on my iPhone but but if I put Joe Biden, it does capitalize. See, these are the things where you show there's these little touches in life. iPhone has their little list of words that they can or cannot put in there, and they will not autocorrect to capital, not capitalize letters. Because they're showing in disrespect for that individual, but that also shows you that speech suppression when you don't have the ability to speak freely. Now, got by the way, guys, just because you have the ability to speak freely doesn't mean that everything that comes out of your pie hole is gospel. That's God-given inspired speech. I'm sorry. And I know that to be factual even for myself. So if you've got, you got people out there shooting their mouth and running their mouth and saying things that don't make a lot of sense, you've got to go looking around and go, okay, why is this like that? How did we get here? Speech suppression has always been the first tool to manipulating the, the populace. That's how that works. I love how I'm getting comments on Twitter, but yet it shows I have zero viewers. I just don't understand it. I have asked them to fix that. I've asked them to take the shadow banning away, and I just they, they don't do it. They don't do it. Oh, hey, Jim, if you could help you lose to 10 to 30 pounds of fat before summer, would you be interested? Well, you know, I don't know if you're going to DM me and say that you want that on my Twitter, that I need to lose uh, how much? 10 to 30 pounds? Are you guys think I'm that fat? This guy does. He obviously wants to help me lose weight. Block and report. Gee, many Christmas, folks. Golly. Think about what that says. 
I want you to help me lose my weight. And then if you DM me, I'll buy your program. <sighs> You're not fat, folks. You are inflamed. Please, please remember that. You are not fat. You are inflamed. That is what we are up against. Inflammation, which is the dysfunction of your genes. The genes are the little the little little the little Jenga blocks that everybody's got to put together and make it all work. See, it's like backwards of Jenga. See, it's like everything's getting ready to fall apart in Jenga on gene function, but you put the blocks back in to make it more stable. But here Clem's glyphosate knocks it out and it crashes the whole sequence. And that's where inflammation, histamines, and all those other things are created, the swelling. The disease of the body. Guys, if you guys want MyDailyNaturals.com, MyDailyNaturals.com, go over there, sign up for the basic cell function package. If you're wanting the mushroom line that we've come out with, the Silly Gnome Mushroom, Silly Gnome, P-S-I-L-L-Y-G-N-O-M-E.com, SillyGnome.com. If you want them on there, uh, if you want to go there, get a hold of me. We do not have them for sale on the site yet. I'm still offering them to people because we're working on the labels and things like that. Again, guys, you'd be surprised how this stuff just does. It just takes more time than it should. And I know that's not an excuse, but it's how it is. Uh, seems you are firing on all 12 cylinders. Glad to be here. Thank you, Brother Jim. Edward, thank you for that vote of confidence. I do appreciate that. Um, uh, Ken Rising says, keep the insulation for the ladies in the winter. Oh, yeah, we don't want to get too uh, too lean and mean there. Got to keep the you know the cushion there, girls. You know. Anyway, well, guys, this is a, we got ourselves a, a, a great time to be alive. Ten years ago, six years ago, I couldn't have this very open conversation with you guys about what's going on in the world around us. When I, when I ran into this stuff in 2016, I literally had people going, Jim, there's no way that our government would do that. There's no way that. And I've said this a thousand times on the show. I'm just repeating myself. And I'm like, listen, this is what they do. And they're like, oh, Jim, they went and write news articles that are inaccurate. Wow, that just sounds crazy. The gentleman who wrote the article about me has received, at the time, at the end of 2018, had received $450,000 in cash deposits in his account over two years. And he was working for the Wichita Eagle and the Can and the Topeka Journal and the Kansas City Star. Thank you, Lindsay, for that. I appreciate that. But you get to live in a time right now where we can identify the enemy clearly on the hill. We know exactly who it is. We know exactly what they're doing. We know exactly how we need to change this. And yet, we just don't seem to be doing anything with it. So again, this is where I have to have this conversation with you guys. When are you going to stand up? When are you going to say enough is enough? When are you going to be so loud and so obnoxious that I don't even have anything to talk about anymore? Guys, you can put me out of business. You can put me out of a job just by standing up and saying, this is enough. We're not going to do this anymore. We want small government. You only get 100 bucks from each of us a year or whatever it is. Limit the budgets they get. Limit how much they get. And that's it. See, we could do a 10% uh, taxation on everything and then say, by the way, uh, if there's 360 million people, you only get $100 per person to run the city, county, state, and the federal government, and then the rest comes back to the people. 
That's it. Or you keep lowering that 10% consumption tax down to the point where it balances out and we only are paying maybe 5 or 6% of consumption tax to run all of our government. But the idea is to limit the government. So guys, if you get around to the point where you're actually real tired of this, you're real tired of watching your fellow citizens be executed by your own government, I've been flagged on today's show, uh, Tanya, uh, Tanya Price says. It says, I know, I know how the government and the media are. Ever since my run in with them, they are evil and they, are the, and they all sound the same. Yeah. No, you're, you're exactly right, Tanya. Good to see you, Debbie. Thank you for being here. But this is where we have to think about things differently because you guys can stop all of this in its tracks. You can stop every bit of this in the tracks right now. Just stop it. But it takes effort. If we said that the government only gets 100 bucks per person per year to run the city, county, state, and the federal government, they're going to get real lean, aren't they? They're going to make sure that they get things taken care of because there's not going to be much they're going to be able to do. But you're going to have so much extra money and so much extra time. Guys, if you didn't have the government in your daily life, I don't think you realize what freedom really looks like. I really don't. When I tell people that we only need the Constitution, that we don't need all these laws, people actually literally start to panic inside and think I'm the lunatic. I got to sneeze. Excuse me. So when we think about this, that there are people out there that literally are terrified to be a part of freedom. Just like the story I told you yesterday about the attorney who said that he needed to pay his fair share, that he needed to pay that personal income tax, and that personal income tax needed to be hiked back up so he could pay his fair share. That is about the craziest thing I've ever heard, but it's a real thing. And this guy was in his 70s, so he wasn't a spring chicken who was trying to be all socialist. He was an attorney, and that's how they think. That's how they work. So again, we have all these opportunities where we can do things differently, but we have to put forth the effort, and we have to be different. Uh, I still love how I'm watching my own show on Twitter, and yet there is no viewers. It's exhausting, isn't it? Even where we think we find freedom, we still we still watch the little the little little finger on the scale, the little touch, right? That little that little extra that just balance, just changing the balance of things, right? So my problem is, folks, is I continue to have these conversations with you. I continue to go down these paths with you. I continue to say, listen, we got to change things. But the problem is, is I can't be the only one doing it. We all have to do it together. And you guys are the answer. When you guys stand up, you guys get your voice going, get your resonance going, get your voice out there, get that vibration going. That's how we win. And it really is that simple. It doesn't have to be any harder than that. It doesn't have to be more complicated than that. But we have to do this whole thing differently. Period. Because, guys, we have a chance to go back and find the America that we have lost and we know that we're thirsty for. 
But when you go back and do that, it's going to take effort. It's just like if you want to go back and you want to reclaim a, your yard or a tree or put it in a rebuild a, a, an old garage or a tree house or put the flower bed back together, you're going to have to get the tiller out. You're going to have to turn some things up. You're going to have to move some things. Yeah, there's some things you can probably leave in there, but you're going to have to turn that soil over. So when we think about where we're going and things about things we've had and what we could be, understand it takes work. You're going to have to roll your sleeves up. You're going to have to take that time. You're going to have to be discerning, and you have to learn the subject you're going to talk about. If you want to talk about slavery, then no slavery. If you want to talk about the Tartaria stuff, then no Tartaria. If you want to talk about the mud flood, then talk about the mud flood. You want to talk about the destruction of the artifacts and the, and the stargates and all the things across the world and the hunt for Neum, uh, Nimrod's uh, tomb and all this other stuff, then you've got to be an expert on that. If you want to talk about the Constitution, then be that person who's read the Constitution and knows the Constitution and can explain the Constitution against those people who say that it's a democracy. I mean, even Tucker Carlson calls us a democracy, and I hate that. He's smarter than that. But again, guys, as we go through these times, this is where we have to put this together and be different. Be different. Well, as we go through these days, and we know that there's a lot of this stuff going on. Uh, oh, oh, Edward says, Jim and I, uh, Jim, uh, Ill, um, I are ill-informed, or us. Uh, wait, wait, hold on a second here. Uh, he says, uh, Congress role to uphold and defend the Constitution. Uh, am I ill-informed or, uh, uh, or he's talking about, is Congress's role to uphold and defend the Constitution? Well, here's where, that, here's where that sounds like they have a responsibility, right? Like they have to do some lording over us. They got to have a leadership role. To defend and uphold the Constitution is to make sure that the government is always limiting itself. That is their duty as the Constitution sentinel person who's upholding the constitution you have to have somebody that says listen uh the government is overreaching here the government's doing it wrong and sorry mr price sorry mr trump sorry mr carlson sorry you know elon musk whatever it is that's what the government the government should be continually being apologetic to anything where they feel like we've infringed we've been infringed on at all see instead of the government coming out saying hey tucker well, yeah oh sorry man yeah, we came across your stuff. We're totally sorry about this. We've please, you know, it will never happen again. No, we need to keep Tucker Carlson out of America. We need to sanction him. We need to, we need to, we need to, we need to see that's the difference right there. To defend the Constitution, to uphold the Constitution is to keep the government out of your business. A hundred percent. That's what the government's supposed to do. The government's supposed to limit itself. To work for the government at any level, I don't care if you're the guy changing out the trash bear, the trash bins at, in the offices and you're just a janitor for the city, the county, state, or federal government. I don't care if you're the president of the United States. I don't care if you're head of the NSA, the CIA, the FBI. You are a public servant, and you have less constitutional rights than an American citizen. Except for now we're finding out that illegal immigrants are actually getting billions of dollars in aid and refillable swipey swipey cards with cell phones and free uh, hotel stays at $500 a night. By, by the way, guys, how many, how many people could you house in houses across America at $500 a night? 
in these hotels in, in New York and in Chicago and in L.A. and places across this country. How many places could we actually go ahead and just buy houses and give them to somebody? Here. Hey, by the way, uh, so $5,000. So that's, what, $15,000 a month? So if we do, I'm going to make sure we're doing the math right here. So $500 a night times, let's say, 30, that's 15 grand. What kind of house can you buy for $15,000 a month? How many houses could you buy for veterans and other people that actually are displaced because of this broken economy? Instead of paying for Hispanics and Iranians and Chinamen and all these other people from all these other countries in New York, how about we spend that $15,000 a month on buying houses for veterans? How about we quit charging people for property taxes so they don't have to think about property tax or buying their medications? How about we spend the money, instead of putting, giving everybody uh, money for Ozempic, which does destroy your intestines and your stomach and causes you to start pooping out of your mouth because your stomach and your intestines become atrophied from Ozempic. Ozempic paralyzes your digestive system permanently. Permanently. Look up the side effects. It is their words, not mine. All right, guys. Well, I went on a bit of a diatribe there on a bunch of the stuff, but this is very, very essential for you guys to stand up and know what's going on here. When we see people like Tucker Carlson and myself and uh, and uh, General Flynn and Trump and all the other ones, when you see these guys going through all this stuff, understand that this is what we're up against. This is just another bubble-up moment where they're showing their cards. They're really showing you what they're about, showing who they are. And that's the difference, guys. Remember, the 10% we do for our neighbor, community, city, county, state, the federal government. The more you do for them, the less it to do for you. Learn how to be selfless and not so damn selfish. There will be a far, far better place. Remember, hold the line. Hold fast. Do not give up. Do not give in. We will win. I promise I don't make promises I can't keep, guys. You've always been the answer. Remember, the Constitution limits the government but never limits you. That's how this works, and this is how we win the whole thing, guys. So thank you guys for being here. And, um, yeah, be mindful. This is your time. You are the answer. Do not let these people push you around. Do not let your emotions be manipulated by isms, racism, and all the other isms we can think of. All right, guys, thank you so much for what you guys are doing out there. And remember, donate to the show as often as possible. we got to keep the lights on, the, the, the Internet going, the website. That's all about you guys. I'm Jim Price, Jim Price Show Daily Update. You guys will be good to each other out there, and I'll see you guys tomorrow.